This is the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. I'm Matt and today I'm going to be doing Rewatch. Rewatch is where I compare the series to its comic counterpart. So at the moment I'm watching Invincible Season 1, so I'm up to Episode 4. So right off the bat, up to now, I have to say that the series is sorely lacking in comparison to the comic. The comic series, to me, was probably, it was it was epic and... It's turned up on comics to, on my list of comics to read before you die. The series is great. No one can deny that. But as someone who has read the comic on more than one occasion, I, I need more from the series. So, episode four opens in the desert. A tomb has been uncovered and an ancient evil has been unleashed. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mark inadvertently stops the evil by causing a sandstorm while training with his dad. I kind of feel like... This is one of those things that I've talked about on previous episodes when uh, when I talk about Robert Kirkman being a bit of a futurist. He's setting things in motion that can come back in future episodes, which is what I quite like. Also has a comedic play on the fact that people with Superman-level strength don't have to do much to stop a catastrophe. So, Amber and Mark's date after this, uh, I can't, I can't, I, I just can't tolerate Amber. I just don't dig her. It, She's just unnecessary. She's just not necessary. It just... Ugh. Uh, I feel like it's a way of adding more diversity to the series. But I've got no problem with that. I'd much rather they come up with a completely new character. I kind of feel like the person who created The Walking Dead is the writer of Invincible. Why can't we get wowed by a, a new Daryl Dixon? Rather than change into a secondary character that barely makes it through the first arc of the Invincible Saga. And frankly is more annoying than she ever was in the comic. I kind of feel like you've got all this you know, like potential to you know, like make a brand new character if you really wanted to do that. You know what I mean? But instead you've just taken a character that you know, is just blah anyway. And you've just made it just as annoying as fuck kind of thing it just it didn't need to happen do you know what i mean she needs to disappear now and let mark the mark and eve thing happen because it, it needs to happen it's gonna happen i just don't see why they're even tolerating this um one thing i'm going to say about the episode it, clancy brown as damien Darkblood is awesome great voice acting great yeah you know, great great voice actor great actor i just kind of feel like his voice is like one of those voices that you just pick out of a crowd uh, I have nothing against Sandra Rowe as an actor. You know, I, I've watched Grey's Anatomy, I've watched Killing Eve, do you know what I mean? I've got nothing against her whatsoever. But her voice acting leaves me wanting. I just don't feel that she feels it whatsoever. She, say, you know, she says the words, I just don't believe her. What, what she's saying just doesn't compute with me. Stephen Young, on the other hand, is great in it. Uh, I've I've watched other things with him in it. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't a big fan of um, what was it? Beef. It was okay. Do you know what I mean? It was just a bit in there. Um, loved him on Walking Dead. If you want to watch uh, another animated series, check out Voltron: Legendary Defender on Netflix. Uh, Stephen Young stars in it. Great series from start to finish. Uh, Walton Goggins as Cecil. I feel is inspired. If I'm honest. Right, back on with the episode. So, the Mars mission it happens in the comics and pretty much goes down the same way. I love the lunch gag in space, you know, where he and the sandwich breaking apart like shrapnel. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I love the change in animation with the space shuttle, uh, you know, when it's going into space and it's docking with the uh, with the space station. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I like a strategic change in animation when it fits the story. Um, 
I feel like um, they missed some steps in the series. I kind of feel like with them having, you know, Nolan um, come out as the villain, like in the first episode, instead of like a bit down the line. I feel like they've they've had to like favor on Debbie's development because I feel like in the comic Debbie was quite a weak character, you know, to begin with. And she, she didn't, re- you know what, actually, she's probably pretty weak all the way through, honestly, do you know what I mean? So they've probably made Debbie much better, but I feel like she's cottoned on well well sooner than she needed to now. I kind of feel like she was she was really quick to just doubt her husband. I kind of feel like, you know, 20 years of being together and she's just gone, nah, you're, you're a wrong in you, I can tell there's something, you know, there's something wrong. And I kind of feel like... He's been lying to her for 20 years as well. He's pretty good at it, you know, and she hasn't cottoned on, so I, I'm not sure. Um, like I said, I think they needed to, they, they've decided to make her a stronger character in the series. And the comic, she was a little naive and oblivious, uh, whereas the series shows her at least putting up a verbal fight against Nolan. Um, you really see this later on down the line. Obviously, I've watched all. I'm up to date, but I'm going. On, I'm on the fourth episode of the season one, so it's their date in Rome that shows just how much Nolan has lost the plot, though. And I kind of feel like it just shows that he's just like, you know, he's off the reservation completely at this point. The fact that he refuses to get involved because he's on vacation, I just think, you know, I, I think maybe at some point, if, if if you had those powers, you'd think, nah, sod them, they don't like me, do you know what I mean, and all this. But you'd still get involved. I feel like, come on. So, I feel like the comic is much more coy about revealing Nolan, and I feel like the series wanted you to know from off the bat, and I'm not sure it's the best way to go about it. I also feel like Nolan and Debbie need to upgrade their security system. How many people can just come and go from your house? Okay, if you think to any, like, you know, Avengers story, any, especially the Justice League and stuff like that, the Justice League, they look after their own and stuff like that. They've all got, like, Fanagarian, you know, security systems and, you know, like, the atoms put something in that can, you know, like, can, you know, kill someone if they're not welcome. And, you know, I just think, come on, Nolan, I get that you're super-powered, I get that you're, like, invulnerable, but your family ain't, okay, yeah. So, Cecil just teleports in whenever he wants. Damien Darkblood just turns up and ice all the plants. You know, I get that, you know, like, he's not bothered by anyone, but come on. So, Mars mission. The Starro Mars mission thing. So, I'm calling them Starro because I can't remember the name. And it just, it's it's basically a, you know, the Starro's kind of thing from the DC Universe. Um it sets things up for later on down the line. Like I said, Kirkman and his planning ahead always goes down well with me. Um, I always I like the Martian design. I think it's pretty cool. Um, probably better than what we got with you know Martian Manhunter and stuff like that. Um, lots of screaming when Mark takes on the army of Martians. Is ah, 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 ah. and I went on a bit long for my liking, but it was entertaining. Um, I'm glad that we just didn't have a load of filler with Mark in space because realistically it was a two week you know two week mission I know it was back a little bit early but it was you know there was a bit of time in between um I'm not sure that the Debbie and Nolan living room sex which happens in the book made sense in the series I kind of feel like they thought oh we have to put that in from the book to the series but realistically that you know if Debbie wasn't suspicious of him I feel like the scene would have made sense but 
I can't see her wanting to have sex with someone she thinks has been lying to her for 20 years. And maybe that's just me. Maybe he's just got some, you know, like, he, yeah, he's dead virile and she's, she's, she's up for it. Like, but I kind of feel like, or maybe she's horny as hell. I don't know. But the idea of this just doesn't make any sense to me. I kind of feel like if she was like this, she'd be trying to distance herself a little bit from him instead of which she's, she's all over him. I, I just don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, Amber and the Space Rock, uh, the, the best outcome for this with Mark giving her the Space Rock from Mars would be that she develops some sort of alien disease and disappears completely. Uh, until then, I live in hope that the series can get Mark and Eve on the love train and get it leaving the station because uh, I'm just not digging Amber. It, 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 for people who haven't read the, the comic, you just don't understand how much of a, yeah, like how much. Mark and Eve are just better together. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, to me, the episode was a more filler in the grand scheme of things. Uh, not the greatest episode, but still good in its own right. I just think that, you know, the episodes further on down the line are much better and just getting to the point a little bit faster. I kind of feel like this one in particular was a bit... Mm, it was okay. Um, like I said, Amber still winding me up. Um... Uh, Eve, yeah, Eve and Mark need to have a little bit more chemistry kind of thing. I kind of feel like, as we watch, Sean, they've, they've kind of just given up on Mark and Eve. They've just thought, nah, him and Amber are sound. We'll just leave it at that. You know, we've diversified as much as we can. And it just, you know, I just don't really see the, the need in it. It just, we could re- realistically have a brand new character or play on one of the other characters that we have at the moment that you know that we could use in this scenario we yeah you know, like the, there are characters you know african-american characters in it already you know in the comic anyway do you know what i mean that they could just boost upon they could do something with samson they could do something with bulletproof there are other characters do you know what i mean i just kind of feel like it just didn't need to happen so i've been matt and this has been my rewatch of Invincible Season 1, Episode 4. Thanks for listening.